Hey everybody, this is your host Javier and Daniel and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine you sitting around a table with your best friends but sober. Or you can have a drink too because we don't judge. Well... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back everybody, mi gente. (laughs) <laughs> Round Sound, Season 3, Episode, what are we on, 9, 10? 9, 11? 9, seven, seven, nine yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Cheekings? How are you holding up in this uh, cold weather? How are you, how's your little... Well, <laughs> <laughs> well uh, my bones are always fine. <laughs> let's, let's, let's say that. And uh, no, this, this chilly weather is kind of messing with me a little bit. My skin always gets a little dry <laughs> when it oh, gets yeah. to be this cold. Uh, but, uh, you know, just moisturizing <laughs> and wearing my coat, sweater, beanie. Uh, no, GKX, I, I definitely, this part of the year is not my favorite. Let's, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I agree. You know, I definitely stay moisturized as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> I carry I, I love cocoa butter. I love Lubiderm. I, you know, um, but you I, do. <laughs> I let, you know, it helps with my hand because it's so weird. Like all year round, I usually have pretty soft hands. You know, I work in an office. I don't work out, you know, physical yeah. labor. So my hands are pretty, they're, you know, they're office Delicate? Hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't say delicate, but they're they're soft and. Um... <laughs> but in the winter time, for some reason, like my hands will get really dried out, and I'm like, why? You know, because I, yeah. I mean, I always have lotion on my hands. But, oh, well, I don't know. It's probably the weather. But, anyways, speaking of dry knuckles, how? Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, funny. No, uh, I know we had our first, our first in person recording. The last episode with Louis. That was cool, and then he yeah, had a little recap of the weekend. We had that was a fun weekend, you know. It was, it was, it was. We had a really, really fun weekend. Um, this has been one in a actually, it ha, it's really been quite a long time now since you and I have hung out for like it's October, a few days, yeah, consecutively. A lot of times you come for the weekend, so you're like here Friday night, all of Saturday, and then you take off Sunday. But we're actually hanging out like Wednesday, <laughs> wow, you can only drive around downtown Caldwell for so long. <laughs> no, um, I, I had a good time uh, just kind of catching up, getting drinks. Um, I, the hockey game was a lot of fun. That was oh, your very first yes. time at the Steelheads. Yes. Um, what did you think about that? You know, I felt very Canadian. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I felt very Canadian, eh? No, I'm just kidding. But, no, that was actually really, really cool, really entertaining. I definitely felt the adult drinks like hit faster. I don't know if it was like because they had a heavy hand on the pour or if it was because it's so cold in there. I don't know, but I it was fun. It was a lot of fun. 
especially checking out that new spot in downtown Boise, the warehouse with all the different food. Oh yeah, that's always um, tight. Yeah, that place was pretty cool. But now the hockey game was cool. I definitely would go back. Uh, hopefully, like with better seating though, like maybe <laughs> something a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> okay, let's, let's talk about that. So Dan, Daniel, um, so Daniel, uh, our good friend Juan, my dad, and Christian, my little brother, came with us. And when I bought the tickets, they had a set of six seats by each other when i went to buy it it showed that the seats were unavailable and um and you know i, I kind of bought them like a couple weeks in advance so i don't understand why the seating was limited i guess people are just like big fans but um i had to buy seats that were kind of by each other uh like in different sections but i bought them in three and two and so um so anyways we uh, me daniel and juan sit by each other and the three of us well you know we're we're fuller guys so i cool. sat <laughs> I sat in the middle and I was like, I couldn't move. I was like really squished. And then Juan and, and Daniel didn't know what to do with their arms that were like yeah. touching me. <laughs> so they all like put their arms around my back. So the two of them and if you're asking, uh, well, why don't you guys just like, you know, like move or like separate is because all the seats around us were packed too. And mm-hmm. so it was a, it was an interesting game, at least in the start, but um, some people didn't end up showing in the, uh, didn't end up showing. So the family that was next to us that brought their like 10 kids all moved yeah. to the front and then their parents like moved over. So we finally were able to kind of figure something out. It wasn't yeah. like too, too crunch. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Juan and I had to take turns on who could put their arm around Javi. <laughs> We're like, wow, Javi, look at you. No. Well, that was all even forward to because I felt kind of like, like, okay. That's no, but funny. It was, no. it, was a, it was a fun good time, for sure. And then we, the next day we went out to the craft lounge. We, you know, stopped by pre oh, yeah. for a little bit, did a little photo, little photo shoot. Oh, and, yes. and that, that's the thing too, like, if you follow me on Instagram, my Instagram's private, so I don't, you know, I, I don't have it open for anyone to just follow but if you're one of those close friends that have access anytime i post a new picture it's because daniel my photographer <laughs> and like my picture coach comes in and is like you know try this do you know he knows all the good yeah, angles. yeah <laughs> i know yeah, he'll get it right I, he'll get it right if anyone out there needs anyone to take a fire insta pick hit me up i will take it for you i am very good at finding anyone's right angle you know what I'm saying? I feel like I get, they don't have to be, you know, everyone's angle is always different. So I always feel like I find anyone's angle, you know, to help them look better. Um, well, I already look good. Um, well, no, I mean, I'm just, I mean, yeah, you know, just I'm enhance the, <laughs> just trying to enhance the, the poses, you know. I was going to say, one of our listeners said I wasn't bad on the eyes. Let's remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then one of our guests said that, uh, remember, she's like, you're cute, give him a date or something. Oh, yeah, she, <laughs> she, yeah, That's she, so she did. The Insta post, though, you were, what, is, what was it? I didn't sneeze, but I blessed your feet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of the messages for that. Uh, Daniel, you know, I was really feeling my myself with that, you know, little outfit I had on <laughs> and that fit, I guess. But Daniel's like, oh, you should put, you know, you should put this caption on there. And, I, and we went through a couple, but. I have a like, whole list. I have a whole yeah. list of captions in my phone. Like oh, It was like, confidence use. is key. Confidence is key. And I'm like, chick, I feel confident, but that's not <laughs> usually what. I do <laughs> and he convinced me and I was like you know what I am feeling that quote I'll do it mm-hmm. and right away as soon as I posted people kept messaging like oh 
okay, Harvey. Okay, okay. I see. You know, I was getting those little like, yeah. Okay, and uh, didn't you say Betsy messaged you yeah. too? <laughs> My little sister, yeah, Betsy. She texted me. She's like, "Did you come up with Javi's caption?" I was like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Of course." <laughs> yeah. No, I. I mean, I. You know, definitely always try to promote confidence in, in any yeah. you know, any post but sometimes you just gotta let people know remind them that you're a bad bitch cheek ex <laughs> <laughs> bad bitch vibes <laughs> um, well, and I you know I have been feeling kind of on the come up because there's you know a lot of things that, in case you didn't know I got my braces off so that's another oh, thing yeah. too that I've been having going for me I, uh, I'll i do a little a little smirk a little smile and you know I know I'm catching some yeah. looks so you're, I'm, you're I'm dating Dating like three different people right now. Dating multiple people, being a, you know, being a little sucio, it's all good, you know. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't condone that at all. And uh, when I'm feeling confident, I'm like, hey, I'm young, I'm single, I'm, I'm gonna be out there doing my thing. But uh, no, not yet, chickex, not ready for that yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, you know. Um, anyways, you know, well, it was good. It was good. I was, I was, you know, I'm always down to take anyone's Insta pics. That's just the moral of the story. Just yeah, no, no, I, I like that too. Um, Cheekex, let's, uh, let's jump into our topics today because I know we have a, a lot of fun stuff that we'll be discussing. Yeah. What are we, what are we talking about? Well, I know we did want to talk about Wakanda Forever again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, we all went and watched that it's for the third time. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's so uh, good, bro. Every it's so time. Good. Yeah, so good. every time. Just but, bought my uh, name <laughs> outfit, you <can't> get- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wore mine last night, and my dad called me a warrior. <laughs> if you see me walking in uh, green little booty shorts, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, funny. But I know uh, one thing that we did want to talk about today, because we've been getting quite a few messages about our food. Because I think people obviously see our stories where we're always at restaurants and trying yeah. different foods. And so I know we did want to talk about some of our favorite food and entertainment spots in the areas that we live in and maybe even just in the areas i mean for me i feel like i don't have a lot of food favorite food and entertainment spots in the area i live in because it's so small but i definitely yeah. have favorite spots in caldwell and nampa and boise and things like that moscow you know yeah absolutely and one thing if you know us is we love to eat so mm-hmm. um one of my so um, I, I got a couple of places that I definitely want to call out. Um, so first and for first and foremost, um, I love to grill. So anytime that I could do oh, carne yeah. asada at home mm-hmm. with some chicken kebabs or like you know anything like that, mm-hmm. home is if I got time and you know the weather is right, that's gonna be my first choice. Like just grilling at home. But some of my other favorite spots, if you're in Caldwell, I absolutely love La Esperanza Bakery. I cannot not like mention them because. For First of all, close family, friend, family business. Uh, It's a family business of friends, close friends. That's Mm -hmm. been there for more than 16 years, I believe. And they've got like some, you 
know, van pan dulce. They're known for their tamales around this season. Uh, and their champurrado, too, is top-notch. So La Esperanza Bakery in Caldwell slash Nampa. Um, I love Tacos del Rey. Uh, I, I was talking to, I posted a picture the other day, and I had a few friends reach out, and they're like, oh, my God, that looks good. Where would you get that? And I think I had right. some sopes and some tacos. But I'm like, Tacos del Rey has been around for a long time. And growing up, they used to have a food truck. And then, you know, the little come up, mm -hmm. their business got popular and they finally have a couple establishments. Oh, the original nice. one is in Caldwell. That's the one I've been going to my whole life. Love it. We went down there um, when you were down here, Daniel. Yeah. And then uh, they have a spot in Nampa and Boise. But in my opinion, because I've been to the one in, in Nampa, my favorite spot's the one in Caldwell. just hands down for me. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm feeling fancy, I also love Amano. Amano is one of the newest restaurants that's been uh, established oh, yeah. in the downtown Caldwell area. They got some bomb drinks. Their food's delicious. Uh, yep. It is a little pricey. So, you know, uh, maybe save it for some special <laughs> occasions. Um, I know Amber and I, one of my uh, colleagues, used to hit it up a lot when they first opened. Um, but, you know, we're being a little more mindful with our <laughs> with our finances. So we can't always go, but love it and highly recommend it to people. Um, and yeah, there's other spots like Antojito Sandra. They sell like, you know, the rasp raspados. They sell the fresas con crema. They sell the fruit in a cup. They sell paletas um, de sabor. So they have like, you know, or I think they have horchata. I think we've had those there. They have changunga. They have fresa. They have coco. They have nueces. A lot of cool flavors. Um, if you're into those um, ta taquilocos, they offer those too. They have the oh. duros with cueritos. Chiquex, I know you love those. Um, <laughs> Flying M. And yeah, like, you know, and for drinks though, hands down, some of my favorite spots are in Nampa. Mm -hmm. I do default and go a lot to pre-funk. So if it's the weekend and you're down in Nampa, chances are you might see me at pre-funk <laughs> just having a, a drink or two. Um, or long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Craft Lounge is also a really nice, yeah. fancy one. With that, really good drinks. I, I really like the whiskey sours from there, too. Yeah, definitely um, agree. You know, I think for so for my area that I live in here in, in the Lapway, Lewiston, Clark Valley, um, if I'm talking about food, most times if I ever go out to eat, it's always like uh, Sinaloa. Sinaloa is a Mexican restaurant in Clarkston. It's, it's, it's a newer one, and the food is just, it's pretty good. The service is always awesome and the family that runs it they're really friendly good people and uh taco sessies i i love taco sessies they have been here since the taco truck too when i was in high school because i remember one of my friends at the time used to know the grandma that used to, to used to work there and mm -hmm. she'd always hook us up with free food all the time and it was so so good um we're getting a new japanese steakhouse in Lewiston. oh love those which i'm excited for Hopefully Hopefully it's going to be really good. Um, it looks really cool. It looks like it's going to be like a Japanese steakhouse and, sh and sushi. Uh, we only have one sushi spot in the Lewis Clark Valley. It's called Old Town Sushi, which I, I love to go there. I love to get their um, Diablo roll. It's like spicy. It's got jalapenos. It's a fun hit. And uh, But yeah, I, I'm always, for the most part, I usually just kind of cook at home because our, our food options in the Lewis Clark Valley aren't as much unless it's fast food. Yeah. But, um, but for drinks, drinks. Drink-wise, I guess for me, it's just like Rivara Winery. It's, it's, it's in Julieta. It's located on the reservation here. It's such a nice winery. It's a newer winery in the area. It's uh, very classy. The, the the family that runs it are longtime locals. You know, they're, they're a good family, too. And 
it's and it's crazy because it's just like right across the street from Mateo's house. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like perfect, you know. It's like, all right, I'll meet you there. And well, so, did your birthday there, right? This yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That spot, so, that spot is nice, really nice. Vara's cool. I we used to go to Lindsay Creek Winery a lot. That place is pretty cool, but I haven't gone there in a while since Rivara opened, just because Rivara is closer to home. The other than that, I mean, the bar scene in Lewiston sucks. <laughs> the 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 bars aren't always very friendly towards natives, so I try not to um, occupy any of the bars in Lewiston. Other than that, I mean, we don't have a lot here, but I would definitely agree with all the restaurants and places you mentioned in Caldwell. My favorites, you know, Tacos El Rey or Amano or AJ's, uh, Papusa's. Um, Oh, yeah, I forgot about AJ's. And Wepa, Wepa and Boise, the Puerto Rican restaurant, is really good, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I wish we had more restaurants like that in this area, but just unfortunately, we have a lot of burgers and, you know, <laughs> American, I guess, cuisine. But yeah. not a lot of diverse, you know, food options. So yeah. most times I'm always, like, looking up a recipe on TikTok, trying to, like, oh, maybe I can make this. And then usually when I yeah. don't make it, like, oh, it's pretty good. But... There's uh, even oh. um, there's even a Thai place in Lewiston, I think. Oh yes, yes, Thai Taste. Yeah, I do love Thai Taste. So I used to go there back in high school when I first started going there, and that's a it's another older restaurant here in the area. It's really good. Everyone knows that during a certain time in the spring, the the family goes back to Thailand. They go home and visit, and so they shut down for like about a month and a half. So, oh, wow. so whenever they're getting ready to shut down, the whole valley is like trying to get food because they're like, oh, we're gonna gotta get our fix before they leave, you know. And so it's like hard. <laughs> To get it's hard to get in it's hard to get an order you know but it's so good Thai taste um there's also another restaurant in the area called golden dragon it's a, it's a chinese restaurant and a lot of natives go to that restaurant because my from what my grandpa would tell me when back in the day when obviously racism was very out there yeah the, the chinese restaurants were the only restaurants in the valley that allowed natives to eat at so a lot of natives always love golden dragon because the family uh that run that restaurant they've been in the area for a very long time and they've been always been super nice to my community so i know my grandpa really loved their restaurant and um they're the owner helen she's really nice this older lady and she's uh just a just a nice lady and so um yeah. and i guess for moscow i mean i do go to moscow to eat sometimes you know because it's better options up there definitely like red bento or, or casa lopez um the bagel shop if i'm a little under the influence just kidding you know <laughs> you know the bagel shop's always good to go to after you've uh, frequent the downtown area, like, close down the bars. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, the court I, clubs. I, the court, yeah. <laughs> uh, CJ's was one of my favorite spots when I was up at oh, UI. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely miss it, but I heard it closed down. May it rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, um, the, and there's also Mingles, the Garden, Cheek X, the Garden uh, closed too. Sangria. Oh, they had that pico that was really good. Sangria I closed Peruvian too. Food. I think. Oh man, they got rid of all the all Moscow. The Moscow is like a whole new different uh different town there's so many different businesses now that are, i'm like oh well when did this get here you know yeah definitely different from when when we were in the area but um yeah well why didn't we go to a mono cheek eggs while i was down there <laughs> <laughs> that's right and after you had gotten uh because the other thing too that we're not talking about is you did a presentation for cw i think we mentioned it last episode so like people here would have probably given you a free meal just because you're <laughs> <laughs> like oh 
Oh, oh, we got a we got a celeb in the house. <laughs> they're we like, probably, we probably would have gotten VIP treatment, cheek kicks. They're like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. They're um, like, oh, you here to clean? <laughs> they're like, you here to do dishes? Yes. Yeah. I'm in the back. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, no. Speaking of the presentation, that was that was fun. You know, I definitely again appreciate you know the College of Western Idaho for inviting me out, and you know that's always a cool thing. It's always cool being asked to do these things trying to represent my tribe in a good in a good way right <laughs> right so you can be famous for uh doing bad things <laughs> but you're doing yeah. all the good things so I'm that's like, good yeah i mean yeah. i feel like you know being good's not always that fun joe just kidding <laughs> yeah. so um cheek i i wanted to shift the conversation a little bit and i wanted to talk and you and i are obviously like not uh you know professionals or like people who study this but i wanted to know your thoughts on on this and i'm about to share okay. so last night i watched this documentary on or cult and it's called La Luz del Mundo which is a quote Christian religion that started in 1926 in Guadalajara, Mexico. And so this church started and they gained a, ma- a big following, um, but they center their their views on Christianity with this idea that the church leader, who they call the prophet, is the um, like basically the voice of God. So they hold this person in such high esteem. And so what happened was, um, you know, slowly throughout the the years that that first person that first prophet would groom young women to like do sexual acts for him and keep it undercover Mm -hmm. so even Mm -hmm. though they preached this like theology of being good and listening to God and like this is God wants you to be a good person and this is how you're going to go to heaven Mm -hmm. Um, while he did these things to these women that he groomed and children who thought he could do no wrong and thought if I'm doing this with the prophet it's not sinning because he's the voice of God Um, you know so it kind of started out that way and then anyone could be a prophet according to that church um, if you Mm -hmm. get selected but um, the prophet stayed within their family line. So it went to, after that guy passed, I went to a son and he did the same things. And after that son died, then his son became the next prophet, who was the newest one. And his name was Nason Joaquin Garcia. So anyways, uh, that guy groomed all these women and, and they would like scare families, right? And they would hold these conferences once a year and basically take their church people's monies because they said you needed to pay, you know, the church to, uh-huh. for the church to expand. So this church got really powerful over those three generations because they had all this money they invested that money and bought property and then um, it, they just kept growing and expanding so they ended up here in the US too and so um, this video was about or this documentary was about like that fallout so it had former members who had been survivors of that sexual like assault that rape that right. abuse um, and they were sharing their stories and they took it to court and this this prophet guy ended up getting um, indicted for three counts. He pled guilty, and I think he has like 18 years in jail, so he's currently in jail. But with, and and I mean, they showed all this proof, and they showed all these members who talked about it, but it was so interesting to me that the religion was so caught up in the, he didn't do it. Like, the member, that church is still alive and going, and the yeah. members still think that that guy was wrongly accused. Wow. So they're still waiting and practicing the religion. 
and they uh, had all this. They had all this proof on him. They had former members and people that he groomed to assault um, and like groom others uh, became his like right hands. So kids, little kids that had grown up, he trained, and then they would um, groom younger people to come in and do the things that he said, and they you know exploit them and, and abuse them. And it was just really really sad. But you could see how naturally it progressed to what it was based off of this power dynamic and influence that this church had on all the people. And um, what broke my heart a little bit on this was that the former members were like, I'm so glad I got out. But they were like, but I still have family in who aren't talking to me. And they were crying and they were saying like, it's not my mom's fault that she believes in that. She was groomed to think that way. And I don't know how to get her out. And I miss her and I want to hug her. And I, I hope that this guy gets indicted so that and this was earlier in the three-part series. Um, because once he gets indicted, hopefully people will open their eyes. But it, it looks like it did the opposite. It made them, like, you know, double down on their beliefs that this guy is wrongly, you know, imprisoned or um, accused. And, and now he's in jail. But it, it was so crazy. It was like insane for me to to see that and then it hurt me like just feeling for the the family members so that that would hurt me if that was me in that yeah. situation but um it, it was just so sad like have you seen any cults uh you know because the, the cults that we hear about are the ones where like people end up like mass you know killing each other or like <laughs> they drink the kool-aid there's been some famous ones that have happened um and and it just seems really scary how people can easily be manipulated mm -hmm. into you know doing these horrible acts uh, in the name of this prophet or this leader or this like you know person who's tricked people into thinking what they think yeah i mean i know i mean i don't know if they're a cult or not but there's a group in kamyai i believe they're like a anti-government type of group and i know that they act kind of cult like is but i don't know if it's really if it's like i, I mean i have no clue if it's like religion based or not um and ugh, I mean, I'm like, aren't all rednecks part of a cult? Just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, to me, that stuff, it wouldn't surprise me growing up kind of in a religious family. I mean, I'm not like a part of like a super like grew up didn't grow up in like a super strict religion or anything, you know, just Christian. Um, but just kind of understanding, I guess, how people who may have influence or power can use that to get people to think or do what you know they'd want yeah uh, you know it's 2022 nothing surprises me anymore <laughs> and i'm not saying that religions are like you know the cult i mean i'm sure there's other cults out there but right um it kind of makes you think of like uh i know i've mentioned before how i used to, or how i do watch the housewives of salt lake city and they yeah. had they had a cast member who was a church leader and there was accusations of her church being a cult allegedly or i don't know oh. Oh. Why do I say allegedly so they can't sue us? Just kidding. Right, yeah, allegedly because it's uh, it hasn't been proven. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I I so I mean, I just that don't surprise me, you know. <laughs> yeah, I if you're curious to watch um the documentary, it's on HBO HBO Max, and it's called La Luz del Mundo. And so I I was just kind of like looking through some of the you know shows, and I found it, and I was like, mm. oh, what's this about? So I ended up watching all three episodes back oh, to wow. back. Um, because it was just so interesting but it does make you feel for for the folks there and do yeah. you feel like these people are 
going or like honestly believe in it yes they you know people find community they they find faith and so but when someone twists that right and um starts to do all these bad things um and excuses themselves in the name of of god right or being this like prophet or leader um it's really concerning for a lot of reasons and so i just really hope that the survivors can find you know some comfort in being in community with each other and knowing that people finally know about the bad things that happened because right. that was one of the things that they kept talking about and the other thing was um you know that people um people that are in it might you know i don't know get some clarity and and like reach out to their family members and try to connect because families being separated over something like that that's hard and i, c- I couldn't imagine it at all right. so yeah, yeah those, those those things like that are always interesting because I feel like there's a lot of well, I feel like Idaho, Montana, Utah, <laughs> Wyoming, like those like those states like that kind of probably have. I mean, I I, I just would assume, but I <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say which, you know, but right. it just seems yeah, that's definitely interesting. I'll have to watch that. Um, yeah, and I'm not implying anything with that, so I just I want to be very clear i'm not being mm-hmm. shady i'm not having any underlying um you know i'm not trying to shoot any indirects out to anybody out there who's listening mm-hmm. about religion or anything i'm just was really really in awe about how this all like just came to be and so i thought yeah. it was a really good documentary i thought the way they approached it and the way they showed everything happening um they did a really good job so anyways hbo la luz del mundo check it out <laughs> and um I'm like, HBO, if you're listening, hire yeah. us. <laughs> oh, shoot us a uh, advertising check, yeah. a um, promo deal. <laughs> speaking of promo deal, let's let's shift topics a little bit, Chikex. We just had our Spotify wrap. Oh, Remember yes. that? Yes, we, we sure did. Really good, we had some really good stats. You want to talk about mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I know um, the Spotify wrap. I mean, I don't have Spotify. I'm like an Apple Music guy, so I don't really understand how Spotify and all that stuff really works that well uh-huh. but it was cool that you you were able to get that from from our uh, you know i don't even know what i don't know what site that's called i don't know it was our, <laughs> yeah, like, we got it off uh captivate uh the instructions to get it and oh, so yeah, we yeah. were able to connect through the um, spotify platform and pull all the data for us um but yeah so some of the fun takeaways we want to share with our listeners and this is all because of you the listener and yeah. seriously we are so grateful for your support um mm-hmm. we were not expecting this because we just started the podcast in end of january early february, february yeah, I think and so. we did not expect to be where we're at and we could never anticipate these numbers again thank you so much and here's some fun takeaways so daniel and i have created 1856 minutes of content not including this episode Ooh. and then um our top episode for the year again this is on spotify stats was welcome to the brown sound so our very first episode <laughs> that and, episode um, is so cringy because the audio is so yeah, yeah. i'm like Ugh. that was obviously a very yeah i if we could go back and redo it i would um yeah. but it's part of our history now we didn't have yeah. we didn't have our mics yet um top uh, we were listed uh, as being listened to tw- in 21 countries, and the top five were the U.S., Canada, Mexico, uh, the Philippines, and Turkey. Wow. 
Yeah, that shout was, out that to was those. Cool. Shout out to those countries. That's awesome. I'm uh, like, we gotta visit the Philippines and Turkey and Mexico and Canada. I'm like, I mean, I mean, in Canada, I'm like, I probably know somebody there, in Mexico, and I'm like, but I have no idea who in Philippines or Turkey would listen to us. So thank yeah. you for thank listening. You, thank you. Yep. Um, our podcast was in the top 10 percent most shared globally, Chickax. So that's pretty cool. I'm like, oh, thank you worldwide. Um, we were in the top 10% of the most followed podcast, which was and then our Brown Sound fan profile came in as devotees. So uh, basically what it means is when your fans love a podcast, they really love it. Your fans are quick to support new releases and they play their favorite episodes over and over. Wow. So I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. And then thank you. We were a top podcast for 109 fans. We wow. were in the top five podcasts for 218 fans. And we were in the top wow. 10 podcasts for 262 fans. Míralo. So I was like, look at us. <laughs> yeah, you got to let them know, man. I know. <laughs> I never thought we'd even have one person. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, definitely that is super cool and, and appreciate you know all the support out there. We still had, we still got to come up with like a name for our Brown Sound fan base. Like, what do we call the the brownies? Didn't call the Brown Soundies the, or the the Brown Soundies the. Yeah. The I don't know the, I, the yeah we'll have to figure out a, a fan base name but yeah. shout out to the Brown Sound listeners man that's that's yeah. pretty cool and I know like and that was just the stats from the Spotify I know with like Captivate the the host that we use or the site that we use that hosts our podcast and distributes it out to you know Apple and Spotify and other places um I know we're we've been downloaded in over seventy countries I think I believe it's seventy three countries total and um we've we you know over eight thousand downloads so it's it's pretty cool we're definitely yeah. we, trying to we don't have the numbers that like a pop you know like a well-known celebrity podcast has but you know it's still good for us because mm-hmm. we're doing better than we were doing yesterday or a month ago and mm-hmm. that just means progress also chickx we've been showered with compliments uh from some folks oh, that yeah. are listening like hey i totally laugh with y'all but also like think about like the things that you're saying because it resonates mm-hmm. and it's like that's so cool that we're um reaching folks in that way seriously yeah and i hope we're not coming up as like we're just being cocky here like oh look at all these accolades <laughs> we're not even people that are like beep, that beep, we're humble, huh? yeah, but hunt the horn on it but uh it, it is really nice to get you know kind of that feedback and then actually have yeah. like data and stats to back up like that what we're doing is worthwhile cheek x and i'm just appreciative of you too for uh being on this journey with me for sure yeah it's definitely been pretty fun i'm like we are definitely a unique podcast for sure and it's funny because so normally whenever i go to like kind of anything in the area i'm usually recognized just for my work for the radio station but the other day i was actually at the high school and i heard a kid and i don't even know who the kid was because i'm not too familiar with a lot of the youth in my community like i used to work at the boys and girls club so i knew um a good chunk of the youth but they're all like adults now so so like the younger younger kids that i did work with i'm not too familiar but there was a kid there like oh brownstown in the house or something like that and i was like <laughs> i didn't know that they listened you know because it was kind of funny because people usually say like oh k-i-y-e or something like that but i was all surprised
surprised that someone was like brown sound. I'm like, oh, look at you yeah. learning something. No, I'm, kidding, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you listen to brown sound, you have great taste, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah listen to deals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is your uncle advice. Better listen up. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, that's that's it's always it's yeah that's always cool whenever you get any type of like little recognition from you know our stats and stuff i'm like damn yeah, yeah. i'm like too bad no one's paying us yet damn it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, like the recognition the, rec- the recognition is nice and all but we'd be nicer if we had like a, a check that came behind it <laughs> yeah if you're a manager or a network uh yeah you know, somebody uh, that's that's funny, Chica Eggs. Uh, let's <laughs> let's shift gears and move on to our one of our favorite segments, our Brown Noises segment. What are we saying? You know, I know the last episode we talked about um, uh, where's the bathroom, and so <laughs> just kind of stay on the topic. I'm going to teach our listeners how to say poop in Nimi Putim, the Nespresso <laughs> language. So how to say poop is sign. Say that again. Sign. Time. No sign. Like a Time. 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 Yeah. So you just say time. How would you um spell that? <laughs> uh, s- I would think like maybe a T and like a little apostrophe and like S I N E. Time. 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 No, like time. Like a. I I don't know if I can make that noise. Chica. Sign. 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 Time. That was. I'm still saying it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will continue to practice chicks. I promise. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get it next time. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get it. <laughs> um, if, in Espanol, if you're gonna say poo, um, it's caca, I guess. Um, <laughs> or you could also say popo. Is another way to say it. Are you? They see stuff before. You said that to little kids. Did you? Did you make poo poo? <laughs> um, but also, you can say te hiciste el baño. Did you? Did you make yourself a bathroom? <laughs> it's uh, yes, a weird way to say. It. <laughs> so those are some ways to say it, Chica. You have options. Yeah, I always remember. I think it's uh, it's Meg's Mateo's sister. She always says, "Oh, so caca!" Like she always says things like, "Like, like oh, so like kind of like in a way like, oh, that's bad or something," you know. But, oh, so caca! It's all funny. If you want to be, um, no, I'll, I'll share that off the off the record, off the record, off the record. I know we're explicit, but <laughs> that's funny. Um, you know, I know I did want to ask you before we kind of wrap things up. Um, um, is your workplace doing any holiday parties? You know, Chikex, they they are. So I'm I work for a new office, uh, but I'm embedded in another, and both are doing a thing. So tomorrow uh-huh. we're having a holiday jamboree, <laughs> being oh. hosted by our like the top level boss. So we're gonna go over to his house, and then uh, for my other group, we're having like a potluck uh, on campus. But we set a day aside to kind of like just be in community and nice. celebrate our achievements kind of thing and then do some business but it should be fun for both oh nice yeah i feel like with the holidays coming up it's like holiday season so there's office parties christmas parties holiday parties family parties everything's gonna be busy i know we have a holiday party on actually coming up we have a holiday party on friday for my whole like department so it's not just like my actual like like my radio station job and like the co-workers it's like the whole department that we fall under yeah. And we're going to be going, I think we're going bowling. Um, and then we have like another one, which is our, our department at the end of the month, I believe. I'm not like too big on like work 
holiday parties because I'm like, oh, like I mean, it's nice to not have to like go to work or whatever, like you get the yeah. free day and all. But I'm just like, oh, could I just you know skip this? But I, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm just big on protecting my peace and my energy. So no, I get that. Being around people that I necessarily don't care for is draining. And I'm not saying that all my, like not my direct coworkers I work with, they're not bad. They're really chill and stuff. But you know, when you're in a, when you fall under one big department, I'm like, do I really want to be around that negative Nancy? But it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll just, you know, I'll stick to myself. I, I could be professional. I know how to be professional and cordial, but don't fuck with Trump. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I get that though. Even with like large friend settings, sometimes even though I like people, it could be draining. And so I mm-hmm. also get that that part of like, mm, I don't know about being around all these folks. But yeah, the older I get, the, the older I get, I I love a small crowd. You know, I'm like, what does it say? Two's a party, three's company. What is it? Two's company, three's a party. You know, like that's. <laughs> My, my, uh, you know what? I don't mind it. But, uh, anyways, I guess uh, to wrap things up with this episode, I know today's episode was a little bit goofier. Like, it's kind of random, a little random, but it's been a long, it's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) I need a drink. Just kidding. Uh, But wrapping up, shady question time. Are you ready for this, Cheek X? Because these questions questions are going to, they're ready to put you to the fire. Uh, I'm going to sweat it for sure i'm ready let's do it okay the first question goes and for those if this is your first time listening our shady question round we ask three questions and you can get out of answering only one or you can answer all three so the first question goes what's been hard for you to admit to yourself so one thing that's been hard for you to admit to yourself number two who's your most dramatic friend (laughs) and number three if someone was talking bad about you and you weren't there which of your friends be in there would you or would not speak up for you like who do you think would not speak up for you <laughs> uh okay though dang those are those are hard ones okay right. so the first one was can you repeat the first one no i forgot what's what's been hard for you to admit to yourself like what's one thing about yourself that's hard for you uh so i i don't know i'm someone who reflects a lot and i'm someone who's like mindful about like keeping my peace but I think that, and I've been very like honest and open about this. Um, I think that you know, I with my new job and, and getting stress and some anxiety as I transitioned because I, I moved roles and I was doing something new, different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that it was hard for me to admit that I needed like help, which is why I went mm-hmm. to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been in therapy ever since. And, you know, I wish I just would have done it sooner and not waited for, like, a big change in my life to kind of push me that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. I, and, yeah. I, and I'm going to be very, like, honest about this. I feel like a lot of us should seek therapy. A lot of us should work mm-hmm. through, like, our, our unresolved anxiety or trauma or whatever it is that we're dealing with because it's yeah. very helpful. Um, and therapy is still, like, a stigma. has still has a, a stigma attached to it. Mm-hmm. 
these days and so it, it does and well it's also expensive so if you don't have the right resources right. it may be inaccessible but um, you know I, I would really encourage people to seek therapy so that they can work on themselves just improve and, and get you know the right yeah. resources so I, that was something difficult for me to admit recently until I was able to because of uh, what was happening with, with just anxiety and so I, I'm happy I got to that point but that, that, that would definitely be one of the things and then what was it which one of my friends who's your most dramatic friend <laughs> uh who's my most dramatic friend Cheers. i think i'm gonna have to skip one of these last two questions <laughs> which was my most dramatic friend or what was the other one which um, friend didn't stick up for me if someone was talking smack in a room is that the yeah, other one and you weren't there yeah and i wasn't there all right so i'm gonna s- Skip my. Okay, this is what I honestly feel. So I think this is why I'm going to skip the last question. I honestly feel like all the people I surround myself with are honest and genuine people that I am loyal to. Um, I, I loyalty for me is not like oh you need to give it to me and that's why I have it. I feel like it's just it's just like what is there because of the friendship. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a product of building a genuine relationship with someone, uh, mm-hmm. a trust, right? Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you <laughs> loyalty. If you don't give me, I yeah, never thought yeah. that way. I just feel like it's there because of that bond. And mm-hmm. so um, I've, I've always known that if someone does anything to my friends, I take it personally. Like if you do something to my friends, I feel like you did it to me. And mm-hmm. that's, I honestly hold grudges like that about people who have wronged my friends uh, yeah. because I, that's, that's just you part do. of who I am. And so I swear that I honestly, honestly feel like I, I don't have a friend that I could list a close friend anyways I don't think yeah. I feel like people would speak up for me if someone were to speak um you know out of line about me so I, I honestly do feel that uh, is that naive to think maybe but I'm really confident in like my relationships my close yeah. relationships anyways yeah. and then which of my friends is the most dramatic is that, is that, is that? Yeah. Who's your most dramatic friends? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have drama in my circle, so. Well, I, I can name one. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Who? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I can name one for you. Just kidding. One of your friends. Just kidding. Uh, no, I, I think I'm gonna skip that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so for me, what's been hard for me to admit to myself, I would have to agree with you the same. It's probably seeking help uh, or asking for help. Um, I feel like a lot of times it's just kind of in my in my nature to just figure shit out and just try to do it myself, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, that would probably be that or also oh, admitting when I'm wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, actually it's kind of crazy speaking. Or I'll, I'll get into that stu- late another episode. Um, number two, who's your most dramatic friend? Huh. <laughs> you know what? I would say probably oh. like – dramatic like i wouldn't say dramatic as in drama like drama that's like that causes drama or nothing but i'd say dramatic as in like what do you call it like theatric like that's always like very animated and like kind of extra drama like not drama in a bad way i probably just say i just say kiani you know she's (laughs) she's always like very like like she's always performing like she's in a play or something you know like i feel like it's always like 
Bay Area this, and um, it's just it it could be a little dramatic, I think. You know, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, but is a good default for you. <laughs> no, well, she's she's funny. She's a good she's a good friend. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I really have any dramatic friends because I feel like for me though, I really don't surround myself with drama or people who i mean i could be a little dramatic if you get me there if, if people like push me to that limit but uh right. but for the most part i feel like a lot of my friends are very uh well behaved um yeah. and if there was someone who was talking bad about me and i wasn't there which my friend wouldn't speak huh hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. let me see no um honestly I don't know if I've really had that experience before because I feel like the people that I that that I uh, would consider friends usually defend me or we have each other's backs in that way. Right. I mean, there's some people that I probably once was close to who are no longer in my circle because of that, maybe. But I ain't gonna give them no attention or no clout off of off of my podcast. <laughs> so, uh, moving forward, anyway. So yeah, I guess those are my answers. <laughs> yeah, the questions are definitely shady. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, cheek X. Well, I guess that wraps. <laughs> uh, I'm like, how do we end such on a shady note? No. Uh, I'm, okay. Well, anyways, uh, moving forward, if you like what you hear, I mean, if it's in your heart to give us a five star rating, please do so. Uh, yeah, it's share, helping us. Share, share social media, tag us, follow us on Instagram if you haven't yet at the Brownstone Podcast. Um, go check out Javi's Insta pics with his captions, and he's blessing our feed. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah hopefully y'all stay safe out there if you're in the area of the northwest and there's snow and stuff be safe drive slow yes absolutely and i wanted to share before we officially say our adioses um <laughs> the following episodes are going to be really good we have some good guests coming in yes with some sure serious uh, expertise, knowledge in their fields. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we want to get the word out on these folks and the work that they do. And also how the, what they're doing impacts and is uplifting and bettering our communities. Yeah. I'm actually really excited for our upcoming guests. Uh, we'll probably get those coming. And I don't know. I, I probably haven't decided yet if we're taking a break for the holidays, the new year, Christmas. Yeah, we'll figure time. it out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, figure we'll figure it out. It out. But yeah, you thank you get thank you again thank you thank you thank you for listening and we'll see you next time adios adios (laughs) (laughs) i need to like get goofy because it's been a day but anyways (laughs) see you later guys bye (laughs) cut the io for listening to the brown sound podcast we've had a blast with you all today make sure to tune in next time to follow us more closely you can check us out on instagram at the brown sound podcast for partnership opportunities or if you just want to get a hold of us, make sure to email us at the Brownstown Podcast 208 at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at Brownstown Podcast. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and the hosts only. 